everyone, this is Austin Scher here with We Write About Music, and today I am speaking with John Conlon. He has just released a fantastic new track called Hopeful Romantic, and I am super excited to have him on today. John, I want to thank you so much for being here. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. I'm doing great, you know? It's been a kind of a crazy week, but I'm yes. super excited to be here. I'm super excited to talk about music and the song. Totally. It's a bright and sunny day in Los Angeles, so that it never is. too many complaints. <laughs> but uh, when I think of bright and sunny weather, I think of hopeful romantic, not to, yes. you know, uh, it's just to go that way. But yeah, man, this song is seriously fantastic. The more times I listen to it, the more I'm just like vibing out myself. Thank you so much. First thing that I would love to know about, and it kind of, you know, you can make the connections within the lyrics, but I want to hear it from you. What is this song about and what does it mean to you? So I kind of wrote this song from the perspective of myself. You know, I, I inject a lot of my real life experiences into it. Um, shocker, songwriter does that. But um, <laughs> um, I had gone through a string of failed talking stages, you know, relationships that like maybe they'll go somewhere and then you get to like that three week, four week period and it's like, and they're not talking to you anymore. And it really bummed me out, you know? Um, I feel like people's communication skills could be better. Um, I don't know if social media or the, the iPhone in our pockets has made everyone a little bad at communicating. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so I still, despite feeling really down, really wanted to write something from a more positive and optimistic perspective of, you know, I still believe in the concept of love. I don't know if a lot of other people do in this, what seems like a shallow and vapid society, but I still believe that somewhere, someone out there is there for me. And I'm just going to take all of the failed flames and romances I've been through thus far and just kind of pack them up and be like, no, that's in the past. <laughs> I'm only looking forward and I'm only looking up. And that's kind of the whole vibe of the song. I feel the exact same way. It's music like this that is relatable. It's something that you can actually listen to and make the connections with. And Thank I think you. why I enjoy it so much. Um, do you feel sort of like a weight off your shoulder now that this song is out? Like, I know we all go through these tough experiences, but I, you're, you're yeah. writing you're writing your personal experiences down and strangers are listening. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel more excited. You know, there's such a, as in, you know, from the more independent artist release standpoint, there's such a latency between when you make something and then when it's finally out there, because you have to like yes. pick the release date and that has to be like X number of weeks right. or months ahead of time. So I definitely come at it from more of a drum roll, like, here we go. I'm excited for it to be out there. Um, I, I really feel great every time I release something. And I kind of have like, I do have that weight off my shoulders because I'm like, oh, this now belongs to the ears and the minds of everyone else too, you know? Um, sure. It gets to be interpreted by other people however they want to interpret it. And I think that's like one of the most beautiful things, you know? Maybe someone interprets it a little bit differently than how I wrote it, but that doesn't really matter because as long as they are getting their life and they're getting their story channeled through the song, that's like the most important thing to me. Yeah, I mean, that's the crazy part is, of music is interpreting it whatever way you want to. Um, thing is that like, I want to talk a little bit about the genre, the genre influence and the production here. Like mm -hmm. it is obviously rooted in pop that comes through initially, but it's, it's like a jam. Like, I don't know any other way to... Yeah. To call it like other than a jam did you have any outside putting this thing together or like what was the vision before you started because it's so you sorry you mix the message <laughs> you mix the message of like 
it's it's obviously optimistic but then you have like this bright poppy instrumentation so i want to know yeah. the thought process funnily enough i come at most of my writing from a melody based situation first and then once i kind of craft the perfect melody then i'll start to be like oh this kind of has like a happy aura to it let's go in this direction lyrically but i from a production standpoint really love to dabble in the art of maximalism um yeah i love high intensity i don't like a lot of lows parts like you know i want lots of instruments i want lots of big beats and synth sounds happening i like to push it to the nth degree of like i really want you to feel this emotion and i need everything in the mix to kind of hit you over the head with it too um there you go i've been working for the past year and a bit with this producer through zoom his name is ollie romo he nice. lives in Switzerland and I kind of came up with the initial arrangement I came up with like the whole doo -doo, doo -doo, and like I was like I definitely want a four on the floor beat right and then he kind of took that arrangement and replaced it with better sounding sounds um I am a pretty good arranger but when it comes to picking like the perfect drum sound that's where I definitely use a producer as a I my, my puppet if you will um no I get it because that's the toughest yeah. part of making music is like you're you're one person you have a vision mm -hmm. you know but at the same time producing music is like speaking another language you know what it I mean? is you yeah. can't be fluent in everything you can't just compose music and sing the music i mean some people yeah. can but they devote every second of their lives to it yeah so i definitely come up with like the bare bones arrangement like this piano part sounds really good i think we could have a guitar part like if you listen to like early demos it's crazy because yeah. i'm not the world's greatest guitar player so i'll literally be in my mic like i want the guitar part to go wah, 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 and that like is in the demo and i'm just yeah. like yeah let's just replace that with the real thing um right <laughs> and then yeah having him be like the other half of your brain like you get what i'm saying right and you can make this happen for yeah me. and he's like yeah i think so <laughs> yeah just give me yeah. a minute yeah um, but i no. definitely like to arrange because when i write music i kind of start to hear the whole finished product and so i'm like okay i definitely want whatever is trapped in here to definitely come to the real world um totally totally now i i have to assume and it's something that you said before is like the the latency behind finishing something and then actually being out. Mm. Like, are you the type of artist that is always writing down their ideas or singing into their notes app and writing for the next thing? All the time. I'm like, if I, if I were like a signed artist and releasing albums, I'm like two album cycles ahead already. Like I'm like, you go. got the second concept done, uh, got the third one cooking. Um, I'm always coming up with new ideas. Um, anytime I'm just in the middle of like, the grocery line at Trader Joe's also straight up be like, oh, that's that sounds like a good um, freaking melody. Let me just. That's, that's um, what it's all about. Yeah. And then like, I'm just always itching when, to get home and like just start turning into a real idea. A lot of them don't make it there, you know. <laughs> um, well, no, they can't all be yeah. winners. <laughs> they can't all be winners, but the ones oh. that do, I'm always like, you know, that's the best feeling in the world when you're like, oh my God, I cracked the code. I found another song. <laughs> right. Well, do you think that you might be looking to experiment with your sound? Like, obviously you've, you've developed like a signature feel for your music, but as an emerging artist, you always have the opportunity to change it up and go a different direction. Totally. Yeah, I'm still in very much this pop dance pop lane um everything i've recorded for this first full-blown project exists in that vein but i have been experimenting a little bit with like a more guitar bass more groove bass maybe nice. a little 70s bowie influence in the not too too distant future 
Um, but this whole era right now, the first few songs that I've released and the ones that are in the pipeline, I kind of feel as though I brand them as like, oh, this is like if 80s music was made with 2030s production, you know? Um, that's my my shtick, if you will. <laughs> I get it. Well, I mean, how about like starting a song? Does it always start the same? Does it start with the lyric or is it like whatever beat pops in your head? Um, I always just hear a, a melody and I'm like, okay, are you strong enough to be a chorus? If not, I need to make you, I need to make you the verse and then find the chorus after that. And then um, after I kind of have a semblance of like a melody, I'll just hum it or like go and, you know, open up Logic or something and start recording the chords under it. And I'll just like literally do gibberish. And then I'll go back and listen to it. I'm like, I think I almost said this lyric. Let me just go with that. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to decipher right. my secret language where I'm just like, I think I like recorded a good chunk of me actually recording Hopeful Romantic. It's just me at the piano, like, ah, and it's like right. two hours of embarrassing footage. Um, you got to save but... those demos for 10 years from yeah. now, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you got to save all the Absolutely. good stuff. Save the good stuff and the embarrassing stuff because you never yeah. know what people might want to see. You can never have enough content these days, that you know. Is, uh, unbearably true. I know. <laughs> true. So, okay, so like not, not necessarily on this song, but now that you've, you've put together a handful of music and your discography is growing, is there a part of the entire process that you look forward to the most? Whether it be like initially dreaming up the song or getting in the studio or just like the feeling of being done with it overall? I think the best feeling for me, um, you know, it's nothing kind of comes close to like that feeling of like, oh my God, I wrote the song. Yeah. But the one that is like just behind that is that feeling of like when the producer's like okay I have like this first mix idea you know it's not like the final vocals or anything it's like my demo vocals but they send back the production and when I hear that like my mind's blown every time you know when it's good um, <laughs> of right course. like that feeling of like oh my gosh you captured what was in my head and translated it into a tangible audio sound like totally it's just such a like overwhelming emotional experience that I'll have I'll literally be like like biting my hand right. or something like out of sheer excitement. I'm like, oh my God, it's real now. <laughs> no, and I know this might sound stupid, but it's like, that's the feeling that it makes you feel like an artist because when it's yeah. just living up here, it's just, it, it's not fake, but it's definitely not real. Yeah. And then somehow it's not tangible it, yet, you know? Totally. Like, yeah, once I can send it to someone and I'm like, no, 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 you got to check this out. I know. Like best, best feeling ever. And it, it gives me such a rush of like pride. And I don't know, it's like, an artist, sometimes I'm really my own worst critic, but the few moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, I did that. Right. I'm always well, like super heightened, you know? <laughs> especially as a solo artist, the thing is like, if you're in a band, you can always hide behind the band name, but like you're at the forefront, you're the name. So it's like, you have to care even more because yeah. whatever people are listening to reflects your name. I don't know. Absolutely. I think it makes it more complicated at the end. So, yeah. So. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, are you playing shows or is that something that you- I am in works? rehearsal. I'm looking hey, to start shows later this summer. Um, okay. First stuff since the pandemic. So I'm pretty excited, you know. I've done a handful of gigs pre-pandemic, but it was all more acoustic based, you know, like me and my piano. I'm really going for that big pop star choreographed vibe. Um, right. Cause I feel like that definitely reflects the music now. So um, I'm excited to, be starting that I've been talking to a bunch of like new, different musical directors and I'm excited to like start booking it and just I don't know 
quote unquote get on the road because no I'm... no no I get it <laughs> you no know, because when I when I listen to your music I envision an over the top show like I don't yeah. think you're sitting in the corner phoning it in you know what I mean like no totally it's I a, mean if I if the music's experience. gonna be maximal the performance has to reflect that too right you, know? you got to give the people what yeah. they want and as a consumer of you know pop music I always love whenever I go to a show and it is like glitz glam fashion lights. Yeah and stuff and so I'm hoping the not too too distant future should I get like a live nation budget or something I'm like yeah I definitely want all that you know <laughs> for real no it's just like where is my ticket money going to exactly if they're just you know I, I want, know I don't I want, I want fireworks damn it I want costume changes there I you want go storytelling I want audience interaction <laughs> I want I want you to look halfway decent you know like I don't totally. want to look like the artist just rolled out of bed and said okay let's go to work like <laughs> That's how it should be. Especially That's with how, how much be. concert tickets cost these days. Oh, I'm like, I forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I want some uh, some production value, please. Exactly. Uh, now going on in that same vein, hypothetically speaking, is there a song that you're looking forward to performing the most? The one that you think will really capture the audience? Hmm. I, I mean, I kind of think it is hopeful romantic, if I'm being honest. It has... Be honest such a big like glorious sound to it and it's just big and happy and just I, I like to say it's falls in that subgenre of music that like makes you happy to be alive I don't know I get that kind of feeling when I totally. listen to stuff like from earlier Gaga like best example I can think of Edge of Glory there's like this feeling of euphoria that kind of rushes over me when I listen to that and I feel like I kind of captured that vibe with this song and so I'm really excited to translate that to a live stage more than anything else but i think that's what your genre of music is all about it's absolutely it's obviously it can have its own meanings it, it can even be depressing within lyricism but yeah. at the end of the day the instrumentation is going like it's getting you up it's getting your blood pumped totally yeah yeah i even like i have a song i wrote um that's going to come out later this year called months and months which is like in the same vein of like oh the production's big and glossy but like the lyrics are so sad right and that's one of my favorite things um i think the song that has done that the best was um dancing on my own by robin just like sure, oh my sure. gosh like club yeah. banger but if you listen to it you're just like crying and i think that whole pain pleasure paradox is like such a <laughs> i agree mind-blowing technique you know well that i mean that's another thing is like you have to put obviously you're in the shoes of being an artist but it feels like 95% of people don't really care about the lyrics. They just care about how music makes them feel. Yeah. So for you to actually listen and connect to music, whether it's yours or someone else's, like that's the magic in it being multi-dimensional art instead of just like totally. listen to this and dance the night away. So yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing yeah, that. Thank you. I do like to, to craft a story or a narrative in each of my songs, you know? Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm happy that you brought up the future because that's another question that I had. Obviously nothing is set in stone and we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but hypothetically speaking, what does the next year of your life look like in a perfect world? In a perfect world. I... No, no right. <laughs> in a perfect world, I keep pumping out, you know, my adorable dance pop, massive love songs and heartbreak Obviously. songs. Um, Definitely. And hopefully one of them catches on. I'm not trying to manifest like a viral moment or something, but it would be great to get exposure and maybe land on like a really big Spotify playlist or something. Um, and what, pairing that with live shows, I just am really looking to grow my fan base and have people connect to my songs, have people connect to the lyrics. Um, 
and yeah, you know, I, I used to have such a big dream of like, oh my gosh, I want to be a signed artist one day, but the way the industry's changed and people are getting signed off one viral video and then right. they get no money and it's uncertain to me, a more tangible goal would probably be something like a publishing deal or, you know, something like that. Gotta be strategic. Um, or a distribution deal. But just having the songs come out, you know, I'm shooting videos, I'm always doing photo shoots and promo and forum and just having more and more people join the John train, I guess. <laughs> no, <laughs> honestly, know? I think it's Build, all about the baby think, steps. Yeah, I think it's, you know, my music is somewhat relatable. I think everyone can break down their walls at the end of the day and be like, yeah, you know, I get it. I do. I love love too. So I think, you know, <laughs> sure, sure. I think even like the most hardened exterior shell person can secretly relate to my stuff. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, John, I have one more question to ask you. It's how I totally. like to close these things up. Basically, the question is, is for the person that is going to discover you from this and for the person that is going to listen to your music for the first time, what is an opening message that you'd like to say to them? Ooh. That is a really big question. <laughs> okay, for the person that is discovering me for the first time, what is the message I would like to say to them? I'd like to say that life is not that serious. We don't have to go around acting perfect and have this big facade about us all the time. We can make mistakes, we can be messy. Emotions are messy, life is messy, love is messy. And I think you should just embrace anything that life throws at your way or throws your way rather and just power through it you know I don't know that's that's kind of my mantra um you can't really control what happens to you you can just control your reaction and I infuse a lot of that into my music too so I think that's the best advice I would give to anyone who wants to discover my music and just keep dancing I don't know <laughs> <laughs> you go. no honestly you know? I do I do think that is a great answer and a, and a perfect sentiment to wrap this up um John, I want to plug your music one more time for you. The song is called Hopeful Romantic. The artist's name is John Conlon. When we're going to have links so that people can listen and share and follow along and do all that fun stuff. But I sincerely want to thank you for taking the time and for giving great answers. It sounds like there's so much more on the way. So I, I implore everyone to tune in for what's coming the rest of this year. Thank you. And thank you for taking the time to interview me. This has been a blast. This has been a blast. I agree, man. Well, uh, have an amazing rest of your day and I hope to speak soon. Thank you too. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers.